Moving from the animals through to grains, Maddie, I might introduce you to the mic if I can to talk grains, and I'll I'll open with a with a question that you can uh, answer, I'm sure, in your commentary, and that is, is it a question or a statement? But but the question is, well, are high grain prices really all about the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the production and 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 trade constraints that are, are flowing from that region or was there something else at play all along and some other macros that really point to high grain prices uh notwithstanding that uh terrible humanitarian issue that we're seeing in ukraine right now Thanks, Mark. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting question, and you'd have to say all signs at the moment point to the idea that really it is um, all the ripple effects coming out of the Ukraine at the moment, which is is the major driving factor in um, global wheat prices. But having said that, there are some things that stick, stick, sit behind it that could also influence. Most particularly is the is the um, the the closing gap between production and consumption. Now that's overplayed this year or this this coming year, this forecast year 2022-23, um, as we look to lose something like 12 million tonnes out of the Ukraine, um, some un, unforeseeable amount out of Russia as well. So, so production is forecast to come back around about 0.6%, which is a large which is actually a large drop when we look at um, what we generally see as increasing amounts each and every single year. Um, so that that is what is mainly sitting behind the price rises at the moment. We saw pri um, prices, wheat prices in particular, peak to levels not seen since 2007 um, in mid-May. Now, that was when the USDA put out their latest uh, update report, which says precisely that, that uh, Ukraine will lose about 12 million uh, tons and we're relying Australian production will be back as we return to normal as such. That's what ABARES are, are forecasting. Um, and that uh, it will be an increase in production in Canada, most particularly that um, that will offset that that loss in production elsewhere. Um, a lot of industry analysts have come out and said that's overly optimistic, that Canada's looking like not not necessarily sure to have a great year. The US is looking like having a poor year. India, who it was going to be one of the major exporters that would help fill that export gap from Ukraine and Russia, um, uh, has also just put on an export ban. So we don't know how that's going to going to work through the system. So there's a lot, a lot of volatility and there's a lot of jumpiness in the industry at the moment. And now how that plays out for local prices, we have had local local uh, producers not complaining, I was going to say, mentioning for a while now that Australian prices haven't seemed to track in quite the same manner to the global prices, haven't seen quite the large jumps that that global prices have. That seems to have turned around in the past couple of weeks. We, in the last week alone, we've seen sort of a 15% uh, increase uh, in milling wheat and feed barley prices. Um, so that seems to be turning around as that um, as as the as what's sitting in the silos from the last two years of bumper crops is being sold out, and we get round and and people are now putting their new winter crops in the ground. So the main the main question really outside of that those huge geopolitical issues that are going on with Russia, Ukraine, and the whole global supply chain. I mean, we have to include in there shipping, freights, logistics, all of that, which is 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 exceptionally difficult in making exports harder to rely on. Uh, but outside that, when it comes to a domestic industry, it becomes what's what's our 22, 23 crop going to look like? So with, as I said, with winter planting well underway and people and, and continuing throughout the country, we've talked to a few 
ANZers on the ground um, who've tried to solve for us that question of uh, producers going to pull back because fertiliser, chemical and fuel prices are so high, or are they going to go hell for leather trying to take advantage of those those really wonderful uh, global prices? The answer seems to be sort of somewhere in between. There's a lot of concern over the input costs, um, but uh, planting seems to be going at least on par, if not slightly higher than last year's crop. Um, so what we're expecting to see la later on is producers trying to manage those those input costs by lowering perhaps their fertiliser use or their chemical use. So we might see some trade-off in in yield. So in general, what we're seeing is um, a, a really volatile uh, situation globally. Obviously, I think everyone knows that. Uh, all of it seems to be upside at the moment for the Australian crop uh, and the Australian industry um, and, and producers are out there currently trying to take advantage of it. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah, I guess it won't be a month or two or three yet before we really know what's gone in the ground and the condition that it might uh, shape up uh, as as we get closer to harvest. But I mean, the weather probably plays a role in there as well as um, as the rains have come to a lot of those key growing areas. You're probably feeling a bit more confident of leaning towards a bit more crop or a bit more input um, given where prices are still and given that you've got better confidence in growing. Um, the supply chain efficiency piece from marketing all the way through to accumulation and storage is an interesting one, isn't it? But we've, we've talked about this over the years, haven't examined it in detail lately in any of our reporting, but you know, we're coming into perhaps another uh, fantastic production year, which would make it three in a row if it happened. Um, and typically the infrastructure wouldn't necessarily be built for a peak that you see one or two in 10 years because that starts to sound relatively inefficient, doesn't it? So, um, but I guess the more and more we produce more often, you start to uh, think about how that efficiency does play through if there's a case for more infrastructure, for example, at, at port in particular. Um, but again, it's, I think there'll be a lot more talk on that as we get through the year, particularly if the crop looms large.